Hello, everybody. Welcome. It is uh, week number seven of Rice Dynasty podcast, uh, and I'll tell you what, Michael, we're we're getting into it. We're getting into it big time here. Uh, if you if you take a look, I mean, if you take a look at the standings, this is my favorite part, Michael. The standings currently. Um, I don't know what you call it, but if you if you look down it, it's a perfect mirror image of itself, and it's amazing looking. Uh, because you have two five and one teams, you got two four and two teams, you got two three and three teams, you got two two and four teams, and then you got two one and I five didn't teams. Realize that that is it's beautiful. beautiful. It's it's artwork. Um. Anyway, that's all I have to say on the podcast. So, Michael, you can just take I over for the say. rest of the time. I told you I have a lot to say. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. No, it is. It's a very balanced league this year. I felt like last year we had Tom getting off to such a hot start. He was undefeated through like week nine and somebody beat him. I don't remember who that was, but yeah, somebody knocked him off late, but we had a lot of people at the bottom. This year it's very even. I mean, even looking at Alex and Tom's team, they're, yeah, they're two games out of the playoffs. Like anybody could make the playoffs uh, at this point in the year, which is, it's still fun because we're halfway through the regular season about. This is where we have 13 weeks of regular season. Yeah, 13 weeks, so we're just getting to the halfway uh, yes. point this week. So it's fun. We're, we're starting to see teams shape up, and we're, trying to see, we're starting to see who the good teams are and who the pretenders are. Ooh. Um, Michael, how could you not remember that you were the first to beat Tom oh, last was year? Was I? I? I was the first. That's right. Oh, how could I forget that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway... Because you, tra- you trash talked them all year, and then you, and then oh, you beat them. Did I? That's right. Anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, always got to throw a little shade at somebody at the beginning of the podcast. But Tom wasn't going to be the focus of my shade this week. It's actually going to be Chris Breton because no. his team. I don't think they're that good. I really don't, especially after the deal, the trades he's made. Yeah, he's got some big names at wide receivers who put up big points early in the season. But you know what? Cooper Cup, he's not that good. Like, he's fine. Was he worth David Johnson and Hollywood Brown? I don't think so. My opinion. But anyway, we can kind of get more into that as we get into the power ranking. So, John, is there anything you want to bring up before we dive right in? Uh, No. I don't think there's anything I want to bring up. I mean, I was looking at my team today, actually, and I have no second-round picks for 2020 or first-round picks, and I, I'm very confused. I don't know what happened. I think I might have blacked out and traded them away. I can't remember when or where. So if you have one of my picks, just <laughs> if you want to just give it back, that'd be fine. Um, yeah, I'm kind of just kind of just upset that I don't have any picks again next year. Don't know how that happened. Yeah, just let me know. Let me know if I gave you on an accident yeah. or something. Uh, but yeah, let's get the power. I agree. Power like, I don't know why I, how my first round pick went to Chris. Like, yeah, we need to figure that out. Um, get those picks back. We got to return the picks <laughs> to the rightful owners. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Um, power rankings number ten. I have the team that I beat last week. Even though I said on this podcast I would probably lose, but. I'm a little higher on my t- team this week than I was last week. Uh, I have Alex at number 10. Carry um, on Johnson got a touchdown, which made his value look okay. But carry on Johnson had a rough day. He had a rough week, 13 carries for 34 yards. Not what you want to see. Bad week out of Austin Eckler. It looks like his usage is going to go way down. That's really unfortunate. Um and overall, just everyone on his team didn't perform except for Adrian Peterson, which that's not going to stay consistent. Like we've seen all year that if someone's playing Miami, they're going to pop, but that's just not going to happen every week. Yep. So Alex is 10 for me. Alex is also 10 for me. Uh, yeah, his team is 
It's kind of messy. I remember in like the first weeks when we were like, oh, Alex's team's good because he had a really good start. Did he win the first game and he I hasn't think, won yeah, since? I think, yeah, he maybe? won week one like and then he hasn't it. won since. Yeah, and now he doesn't have Dalvin Cook anymore, which was huge. Yeah, I don't know. His, team, his team's kind of just trash. His team's trash. Gone. <laughs> yeah. He used, to have, he used to have a bunch of good players and now he doesn't. I don't know what happened. Kind of just fell apart. Uh, yeah, 10. 10 for Alex, which, stinks. which stinks. I'm excited. His bench is also filled with a bunch of injured players. I'm excited for when we restart, when we when we have a league reset, because I think the second time around, a bunch of people are going to understand that the last rounds of the draft were the yeah. most important, and I'm excited to see people actually researching that that part of the draft this this next time, whenever it happens, which yeah, is probably, probably a couple, couple years, years, but, but yeah. Yeah, there there's some big players in the back end of the draft and you gotta you gotta stay vigilant. But okay. Uh Max is at number nine for me, which is sad because this is a team that you wanna like, you want him to be good, but he's just not. Um I kind of have alluded to this before, but I think Aaron Jones's value is not gonna stay where it was. Russell Wilson's fantastic. It's nice to have Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson, but Oh man, like Emmanuel Sanders, one catch for zero yards. Jimmy Graham, two catches for 17 yards. Like, yeah, you got Tevin Coleman back. But like like I said last week, his his receiver situation isn't good. And until Melvin Gordon gets back, until Kareem Hunt gets back, this team's not going anywhere. It's sad, but yeah, I've got got Max at nine. Yeah, I think Max Max is also my nine. He has a high upside. I've rated him higher in the past weeks, but I think I'm finally kind of giving up on him after this. He's had some very, very close matches where he almost pulled out some upsets. He's won a couple, obviously, but yeah, I mean, once once Kareem Hunt comes back, we'll, we'll possibly be singing a different tune here once Melvin Gordon actually starts doing some things. Uh, possibly he'll be good again. We'll see, but... I mean, the upside is is Wilson Lockett and Tevin Coleman has been looking great since he got back from that injury too. So, yeah, but nothing nothing else to really really call mom about, call yeah, home about. You know, I agree. Nothing good here. Um, at number eight, I have a Dante, who I had a little bit higher last week, but I think I've kind of been talked out of that. Like, yes, yeah, so Dante is four and two, but he does not have a good roster. I think he's going to get. Beat again. He's going to get beat by Max this week. With Todd Gurley out, it was amazing that he got a win last week. I don't think that's going to keep up. Um, and it's mostly because Devontae Freeman went and got 27. Excuse me. Uh, but I don't think that's going to keep up. I don't think Devontae's team is that good, especially without Todd Gurley. I am at eight. I also have him at eight. I've been keeping him pretty low. It's crazy how he's four and two. And right now, it seems like both me and you agree on like our top five yeah. teams who will probably be making the playoffs, and it's just going to be who can get that sixth spot. Right now, technically, that's a Dante in the standings. I mean, technically, he's higher than six, but um, if you don't include the top five that we we think is going to make the playoffs, Dante is like grabbing that last spot right now and i still think he can definitely grab that spot with his record and he's got good players like todd Gurley, devonta freeman looked really good um and he's been very consistent the past four weeks scoring over 10 every week so devonta freeman's finally trying to trying to turn up here um it's just those two flex spots that are going to get him every week and that that stinks for him. It really does. Um, but I definitely think this team, once Todd Gurley, I mean, he he won. I think this team definitely has potential to stick in the playoffs and keep squeaking out wins here. I agree. I think he could definitely stay in that, you know, four through six area as the top five in our power rankings kind of beat up on each other. But, yeah, I still don't think his team, his roster is that good. I I personally would like to see a better team make the playoffs, like more like Tom or Quinn or even Max, but I don't know if it's going to happen just because they're so behind record-wise. Speaking of Quinn, I have him at seven. I like what Quinn has done here. Like without Marlon Mack, he was able to beat the top-scoring team in the league, and without Hollywood Brown either, two guys who I think are going to be playing for him. I hate to say this, but getting Carlos Hyde was – 
I should not have given him up. 26 carries. That's insane for Carlos Hyde. 26 carries for a buck 16 and a touchdown. That's really nice from Carlos Hyde, who he's playing in his flex. He'll get Marlon Mack back this week. I think he was the clear winner of the David Johnson trade. No, Arizona does not have a great offensive line, but they're going to give David Johnson the ball so much it doesn't matter. He scored twice. And you know what's funny? Arizona is sneaky good. Arizona's not bad, you know, John? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, yeah. they're playing with everybody they face, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, and they're, they're I mean, they're, they're just trying to turn they got a rookie quarterback obviously so they're just gonna get better as the year goes on yeah, probably i agree um but no i think quinn did a great job of selling high on uh cooper cup yeah cup, cup. Uh, he'll get sterling yeah. Shepard back and so overall I, I like this team i really do i i think his team future wise looks good i like his dynasty status needs to get a quarterback that's the one thing he's really missing is a quarterback um mm. anyway yep quinn is sitting at seven for me all right um these two are actually very close for me i've i've landed on okay. tom okay. being seven um so tom he had a rough 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 week only scoring 70 um that was the worst yeah that was the worst last week and we said it was a must win for him he's one in five now now games are just really going to be must win for him basically uh he's which which stinks it does stink for him i mean i i think most of these players just had awful weeks derrick henry had his worst week last week dj shark did he also have his worst week yeah he did um yeah joe mixon had a i mean joe mixon's having bad weeks every other week at this point now which stinks unfortunately yeah, um, he's. I mean, we talked about this on last week's podcast. He's got a lot of options for that flex. Like he's sitting Calvin Ridley. Robbie Anderson is uh, is finally looking good now that Sam Darnold's Sam back. Darnold's so good. Um, I just <laughs> too good. Anyway, um, I also told I also told Tom to start Kenny Galladay in his flex on the stream last week, and he didn't listen to me. Um, and he uh kenny galladay had over 100 yards let's see he's also got tyrell williams who's on by i mean my favorite part of tom's team is his bench but yeah derrick henry's gonna have better weeks dj chark's gonna have better weeks this is still a good team this is definitely still a good team it's he's just off to a very rough start and that's that kind of sucks i agree and most points allowed 770 for tom so He's had a very hard yeah. schedule. Tom is, like we've said, he's having the opposite of luck. Unfortunately for Tom, my guy, Minshew Magic, kind of fell off this week, and I kind of expected it. New Orleans is really good. But, yeah, Gardner Minshew did not do what Tom needed him to do. 20 more points out of Gardner Minshew, and Tom's more in the game. It just didn't happen. Yeah, like we said, Tom kind of had a week this week that was similar to mine the week before, where just everybody had a bad week at the same time. I still think Tom has a lot of upside, but like we've said, he needs to get a win this week. Everything's going to be a must win if Tom's going to get back to the playoffs and potentially reset the league. Um, It's going to be really tough, though. He's going to have to have a good week this week. That'd be so. But I have him at six. That'd be so funny. That'd be so funny at this point. (laughs) And then resets resets the league league. (laughs) by beating Anthony by like one point again. And Anthony's just like, my team is gone. (laughs) His whole team is gone. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah, Tom's at six for me, which means you have Quinn at six. So, yes. We had the old switcheroo there. Yeah, it's very close between these two, but I totally agree mirror mirror all your statements about uh about quinn's trades very good trades i think he's been one of the best traders in the past couple weeks here david johnson's a a, definitely a good get for him um and david johnson has um pretty a a little bit of a tough schedule ahead of him which kind of stinks but uh he's still getting 
getting tons of reps, getting tons of handoffs. Carlos Hyde is also looking good, which I, I didn't like to see because he's the only player on Houston I didn't own. <laughs> um, Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen, even in a week where Stefan Diggs got all the attention, Adam Thielen still scored a touchdown and had 14 points. So that's you like to see that. Um, yeah, Thielen, I, I still think that trade with Tom, Quinn continues to win it every week. I think Thielen's been great for him. Um, anything else? On his, yeah, Sterling Shepard's coming back eventually. Um, Ricky Seals-Jones randomly likes to pop off. Should I trade for Ricky Seals-Jones, Michael? I don't like Ricky Seals-Jones. Sure? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't know what you're going to get off for Ricky Seals-Jones, but Tom has been pretty stingy. He's such a young yeah, boy. I know. He is a young boy. They have Ninjoku. 24 years old. Jeez. Ninjoku. Yeah, um, they do. He's coming back eventually. Okay. So you got Quinn at six. I have somebody at five. I have been waiting for this. All week. All year, actually. Um, Chris Brenton is a number five. Chris Brenton has fallen to number five. His team's not that good. He is the pretender of the top five. He could be the contender of the top five had he held on to, you know, David Johnson or Hollywood Brown or all these really good players when his team was number one in the league in scoring. But instead, who did he hold on to? Oh, I, I really need Josh Gordon. Let me keep Josh Gordon. You know what Josh Gordon ranks for fantasy receivers, John? 50. What? 5-0. Let Shit. me read you Josh Gordon's last three weeks. 6.1, 8.4, 1.2 against the lowly New York Giants. Yikes. Yikes. Well, he did he get injured. injured. He, he did injured, get injured. But you know what? He's fine. He's playing again this week. And you know who? You know what else? Chris is going to start him this week. He's going to have to start Josh Gordon. Mm. Oh, I, no. That's not fun. And his, That's not You know who else he has to start this week? Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary hasn't played Ooh. since week two. He's not even <laughs> the lead back. Fortunately for him, he's playing Miami. Yikes. But... Oh, that's Devin an Singletary easy start. Is not that's that an good. easy start. He's playing D.D. Westbrook. I don't know. I just, I don't think his team's that good. Odell Beckham's not that good. Like, yes, you have big name wide receivers who scored a lot in the beginning of the year. But Amari Cooper, that schedule for Dallas is really tough. Philadelphia, at the Giants, that's not that bad. But then Minnesota, at Detroit, at New England, Buffalo, Chicago, at, like, that's hard. Oh. That's a tough schedule. The Cowboys aren't that good. That's not good. So, yeah, I'm I'm not that high on Chris's team. I don't think they're that good. I don't think the Rams or the Cowboys are that good. So, yeah, Chris is five. And I'm going to keep him there. Okay. Um, I also Whoa, have Chris at five. We're both way down on Chris. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I was going to try. I knew you were going to put Chris at five, but when I was doing my power rankings, I was like, okay, I legitimately think he is five though. I'm really like, not trying to be that biased. I don't know. Like, I don't think yeah. his team is as good yeah. as it was a few weeks ago. This just, this isn't even a joke. Like I just think I, I think it's, I still think Chris has a good team, but I think me, you, Charlie and Anthony all have better teams. Um, and Charlie's like putting on a show and doesn't even have Saquon. Right. Um, so like, I can't put Charlie behind Chris anymore. Um, and I still, and I, your team's starting to shape up real nice. And you've got all these players like AJ green's going to come back eventually all this stuff. Like Chris is just, he's got good players, but they're not as good as the top four. Uh, I disagree with you about Devin Singletary. I think he's a talented young, young boy who will probably eventually get ahead of Frank Gore in that backfield, but it'll take time. Um, but everyone else I agree with you on. I don't think Odell actually had a hun- over 100 yeah. yards this week, which was surprising. You know what he's going to do the next time he plays? He's going to get two catches for 16 yards. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's facing New England next. So that's that's uh, not good. Uh, yeah, we, we, we talked about, we've talked about Odell's insanely tough schedule here before. <laughs> 
But um, and he's also just not that good. If Baker is looking as good as he did against Seattle, then I have more confidence in Odell. But yeah, I don't know if Odell is is worth grabbing. Um, I mean, the one positive is he has both Mark Andrews and Darren Waller, so that means one of them is going to get traded, right? Right, you Michael? would think wrong. No. You would think that you would want to trade. You have two tight ends, a position that is valuable for everybody else, but it does you no good to have two tight ends because you would never start a tight end in your flex, right, John? Yeah, uh, that would just be stupid. If you wanted to start, let's say, Darren Waller over James White, just as an example, yeah, a running back. Why would you ever start a tight end over a running back? A running back is almost guaranteed guaranteed more points than Especially a tight end. Especially a running back like, who ranks twenty fourth in our league, which is a PPR league. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, the, a running back who is only, who is on his team only to catch balls out of the backfield and not to run it. Right, basically. you're basically starting a wide receiver, huh. but it's a running back who literally will score ten points every single week, at least. Every week. Look at his stats for the last two years. James White scores 10 points every week. I'm not trying to advocate for this trade to John because I personally don't want John to get a tight end. But I'm just saying, like, it would be idiotic not to do this. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to – I I don't want to come on here, like, use my powers to try to convince Chris of anything, but – uh, he is, I mean, all he wants to do to give me Waller is do Waller and Odell for Dalvin cook, <laughs> which is no, I'm not. Dalvin cook is my best player by far. There's no way I'm ever trading the Dalvin second cook best player in this to league. anybody. Yeah, no, there's no way I'm trading Dalvin cook. Um, sorry for, I mean, you're going to have to give me, it's going to be Chris McCaffrey is going to have to get involved in this trade. <laughs> Um, if, if, if you're going to want Dalvin. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, Chris doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to do it. I'm not going to pressure him to do anything. I'll just roll with, I'll just roll with white for the rest of the year, which is fine. He's good. Exactly. Um, okay. Yeah. We've talked a lot about Chris the last few weeks. I think it's just time to move on. Um, Charlie, Charlie's at four for me because he's doing a lot of good things without Saquon Barkley, and that's impressive. But I will say this. I'm a little concerned for what happens, for what's happening with Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen has kind of fallen off a little bit. And speaking of needing a tight end, Charlie Sears, my God, he needs a tight end. I mean, Jason Witten had a nice week. He doesn't care, though. Here's the thing is Charlie's playing like Jason Witten or Greg Olson or Eric Ebron or – whoever the heck else, but they're scoring eight points. That's all you need out of a tight end. So yeah. honestly, Charlie's fine. Like you get eight points a week out of a tight end. That's, that's pretty good. That's all you need. And Greg Olson, Greg Olson's number, number like eight or nine in our league because he had two really good yeah. weeks. So he'll just randomly pop yeah. off. So he doesn't even need to trade for a tight end. Like his team's fine. So, uh, yeah, I, I still like Charlie's team. I'm going to like it a lot more now that T.Y. Hilton's off by. And he's probably going to get Saquon back. Probably not this year, week, but maybe next week. Or is it this week? What are you hearing? Uh, I haven't heard anything. Oh, I this just read week, that Saquon is, uh, he did starts week team, with drills, team drills. So looks like Saquon's on track to come back this week. Scary for Alex, who's one in five, <laughs> to have to face Saquon, too. Um, so yeah, that, yeah. that would bump DK Metcalf out of his lineup. And if he does that, then watch out. Charlie's lineup is strong. So yeah, I, uh, I like Charlie's team a lot. Real good team Four. yeah. Um, God, can Saquon like donate his stem cells to Will Disley where, so Will Disley can, can miraculously get a uh, healthy all of a sudden here. I just had an exam on what an ACL tear is composed of, and uh, yes, he, he actually could. He could donate some of his hamstring graft. I don't think he will. Please. but Please, Saquon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm begging. Petition to get Saquon to do this. Unlikely. Uh <laughs> I have myself at number four because of because of who we're talking about, Will Disley. Uh, 
Oh, man. Um, I unfortunately went all in on Will Disley, and Will Disley really hurt himself. And I'm not, no one else hurt him. He legitimately just tripped on himself and hurt himself in the end zone on Sunday. And uh, it was sad to watch because he had a wide open touchdown, too, if he didn't trip. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> I didn't enjoy that moment because I went all in on Will Disley. I said, bye bye, Zach Ertz. I have Will Disley. Russell Wilson said he's going to be a great tight end for the rest of his career. I have Will Disley. I don't need Ertz. I can go get Cook, um, which I got. I'm very happy I have Cook, but now I don't have a tight end at all. Um, unless Herndon counts, uh, which I Herndon is a big question mark. Same with Everett. I have nobody. I, I even even the waiver wire tight ends. I'm just like, do I really want these people? Like, are they even going to be startable? I mean, you can go get Ryan Griffin on the Jets. That's probably the only guy. Oh yeah, a tight end. Yeah, yeah. Dallas Goddard's also on waivers, but we Dallas Goddard's just going to need to be not on the Eagles for him to have any value. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, the rest of my team is pretty dang good, but you need a tight end to be, to be very good. I mean, I guess Charlie is, doesn't have a tight end, but I think Charlie's tight ends are still, I think his options are still better than mine. So yeah, yeah, me have four. Um, yeah, I've got you, I've got you at three, so I'm still high on your team. I think you're going to figure that tight end thing out. I think Gerald Everett isn't as bad as he looked this week. Because the Rams aren't as bad as they looked this week. The Rams are like a really tricky team to figure out because it's it's almost as if they'll play great against the bad teams and you'll be like, wow, the Rams are so good. And then they'll play somebody good like San Francisco or Seattle and you're like, the Rams are fine. Like they're, they're not special. <laughs> they're fine. You know, yeah. like they can compete. That's and true. that's kind of what we saw this week is the Rams are fine. They're not this high octane offense that they were last year i don't know what the difference is it's, it's kind of weird don't you think not much change golf is golf just looks worse this kinda year does. he Honestly. checks down way too much to cooper cup mm-hmm. <laughs> way too much and i think he's starting to figure <laughs> yeah. out he can't do that as much but um yeah i don't love don't love the rams don't love yeah, but I think they're better than that. So I think Gerald Everett will be fine for you. Sorry, I didn't mean to get on a tangent about the Rams, but yeah, I think. And they faced, they faced Atlanta this God, week, Atlanta's which is, is so bad. very juicy. So mm-hmm. bad. Um, so yeah, you're gonna be fine. You got Brandon Cooks. <laughs> you renamed your team to Dead Team. Yeah, I did that right after Disley got injured. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Like, come on, you're, the rest of your lineup is good. It's not great. It's good. Yeah, it's I know. Terry McLaurin, it's Allen Robinson. It's, you know, you still got a great wide receiver situation. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Yeah. I definitely think uh, playoffs are in my future. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, I have you at three. Three for me is you, Michael. Give me a three? Yeah, sorry to offend you. <laughs> Top three Okay, only. okay, sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you had a good week. I had a better week than you, though. That's so. true, actually. <laughs> but I you lost. You still would have beat me. Yeah, how did we play? I would have beat. Yeah, I would have beat everybody but Anthony. So that was kind of and depressing Charlie. too. I forgot about that. Yeah, and Charlie. Sorry, the team I was playing. Um, yeah, uh, good, good, good team. T- Michael, you just you perform well, and I'm like. Every t- every time you perform well and your team hasn't even hit like its full potential, its full stride yet. Like he scored one twenty two without Evan Ingram or Devonte Adams or AJ Green. Like that's scary. That's very that's the definition of scary right there. Um, also, Mark Walton was a very good pickup. Yeah, I, I because looks like so. yeah he should be he should be transitioning to a starter very soon, actually is what the news is. Kind of what it looks like is he's going to take over for Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Wrong time for me to tell Max to drop Mark Walton when he asked me who to drop. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) sorry, Max. Max won't listen Uh, to this. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, Yeah. You got Will Fuller who I think is fine. I think he's like the equivalent of Brandon cooks basically. So, yeah. Good team. Yeah, you have me at three. I have myself 
This is the highest I've ever put myself. I, I've never put myself, I don't think I've ever put myself higher than you. Oh, I did once in week five, but I quickly changed it. This is only like the second or third time ever I've put myself ahead of you. I have myself at two. Um, so yeah, I, I like my team. I think I might get AJ Green back this week, which if I get AJ Green back, like you said, like, and Devontae Adams comes back, then all I have is Mike Evans on bye. And I like my odds against anybody in this league so far, except Anthony. Um, <laughs> just Chris Carson looks great. Like he's turning into one of the best running backs in this league. Um, he's got the most carries in the league, highest usage percentage. They just work this guy. Um, like you said about Mark Walton, like yeah, that will be a nice piece for me if he has a couple more good weeks to kind of turn around and maybe trade. Miles Sanders finally got going. Um, so you like to see that. And yeah, I probably shouldn't have got rid of uh, LaShawn McCoy, but got a little bit of an asset in OJ Howard. So we'll see how I do this week. I face Quinn. It'd be nice to nice to get another win, get to five and two. And uh, yeah, I myself at number two. Pretty optimistic. Nice. Yeah, your team's good. Your team's up pretty good. Um, Charlie is number two for me this wow. week. Yeah, he is lifted. It's liftoff time for Charlie, who I had at number five last week. I've lifted him all the way up. But his words inspired me uh, in the chat. I was like, well, I was pissed at the time because he kept saying, oh, my God, look at my team. Imagine my team with Saquon. And I was like, screw you, Charlie. You beat me by one point. <laughs> I want to die. I want to just die right now. Come on. But he's got a point. His team is doing super well. He doesn't have Saquon and he's still doing great. And Saquon's going to be his best player by far. Keenan Allen is a little wor- worrisome, but I'm not. I'm not too worried. I mean, I feel like this happens every year to Keenan Allen. He just has some some bad weeks. Overall, the Chargers are having bad weeks. Um, it's not just Keenan Allen. It's the Chargers in general are just just looking bad this year just looking really not good i don't know why um so once they get their stuff together because it's philip rivers a veteran they'll get that they'll get their stuff together i think keenan allen will be shining once again chris godwin is the number one wide receiver in fantasy in our league in any league basically um and i think he deserves it this guy is he's really really good i used to have him on my team and i'm upset that I don't have them anymore. Um, but yeah, I, I just like all these pieces. Honestly, I like them all. I don't think he has that much of that much depth, which kind of stinks for him, but um, everything else is, is going well as far as the starting lineup goes for sure. DK Metcalf continues to look pretty good every week. Eventually, I feel like he'll He'll have a real, real breakout week. Alshon Jeffrey's been consistently performing. Sonya Michelle's starting to actually perform. Royce Freeman's. God, if if Denver didn't have Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman would be doing so well. Um, and Matt Ryan is consistently just popping 40. Jeez. Because they're always um, behind. I know. So he just like leads this comeback every week. And he just like all of a sudden has 40 points. Um, yeah, I really like, and I just went through your whole roster and then there's Saquon. So yeah, I really like Charlie. I think, I think he definitely can compete. I mean, he can compete with me. He beat me and you, uh, whether or not he can compete with Anthony, we've yet to see. I mean, he got destroyed by Anthony, right? Yeah, but this is about Saquon. Yeah. So we'll see. Yep. Um, I agree with what you say about Charlie. Uh, Sony Michelle looks like he's kind of coming into form. Royce Freeman's just such a perplexing player because how is he viable when Philip Lindsay is the starter? But he gets eleven carries, five receptions a week. Like that's that's just so odd to me. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, because Philip Lindsay, Philip Lindsay this week had like twenty eight points, and Royce Freeman has eleven. Yep. Like it's they're just so fo- Denver just loves their running backs. They love running the ball. Um, they don't like throwing it well, with Joe Flacco. You know, to be fair, if Joe Flacco was your quarterback, he probably <laughs> wouldn't want to throw the ball much either. Very true. Even though he is elite, elite. He, 
he's elite. He's elite at handing the ball. Yeah, off. no so one hands the ball off better. Like Joe Flacco, <laughs> third and sixteen. Joe Flacco gets the ball, <laughs> and like he's he's like looking at the safeties. Like safeties are way back, way back. Cause it's third and sixteen. They're like they have to throw it. They have to. Joe Flacco calls the audible. He's like, uh, yeah, we're gonna run it. We're gonna run it. And everyone's like, wait, what? We, we have like. We don't even have a running back in the game. Like this is five wide. <laughs> He's like, all right, someone come over here. We're running the ball. Oh boy! <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we got eight yards. It's like Joe, it's third and sixteen. That's elite. That's, that's, that's elite, elite right he, there. He knew. He knew. He pads the stats. He pads the stats. He, he really like. does. So anyway, that's uh, that's why the Bryce Freeman and Philip Lindsay are both viable. Oh yeah. Number one is Anthony. There's not much more to say. Even when Alvin Kamara has a bad week, which is scoring 10 points, Anthony has James Conner and Nick Chubb just go off and combine for, you know, 57. <laughs> Classic. Um, I don't really know what else to say about Anthony's team. Like, you just go down the line. Like, he had a guy get 44 on his bench. He, he started Michael Gallup and Tyler Boyd, so, like, part of me wants to say, ooh, Anthony doesn't have great wide receiver depth. They didn't even play Juju Smith-Schuster. Like, Juju Smith-Schuster is a number one guy. I guess he did. did he, he played him, didn't he? But he just didn't do it very well. No, he, no, he didn't play. He Anthony sat Juju Smith-Schuster very smartly. Smat, sat Juju Smith-Schuster, who scored one point last That's week. That's insane. Literally insane. Mm-hmm. Like, Juju Smith-Schuster should be a wide receiver one starting every week, but he sat Juju. Oh, my God. He also has Cortland Sutton, who is number 11 wide receiver overall Wait, what um yep Cortland sutton he's good yeah he's uh-huh he's number 11 How have I, no one pays this? attention no one pays attention to him but yes he is consistently he had an 11 point game a 21 point game a 19 point game a 15 point game what the heck um, yeah Cortland Sutton. i mean we don't pay attention to him because he's never in anthony's starting lineup because that he he can't start in Anthony's starting lineup. So, uh, yeah, and he's got Hunter Henry on his bench, too, who scored 26. What the heck? What oh. is actually going on with Anthony's team? Can, can we calm down a little bit, Anthony? All right, just drop some of these guys. Give us a chance here. Give us a Austin chance with Hooper your bench and, guys. God, Austin Hooper and Hunter Henry. Like, And there's no one – you can't even, like, trade for those players because the, Anthony's just, like – like who does Anthony want at any one of our teams? Nobody. Like he, there's no point in him trying. We're all, we're all inferior. Like everyone in our yeah. team is inferior to his team. Like he doesn't yeah. need anybody. Like honestly, if anyone beats him in the playoffs, like that is just going to be such an upset. Well, I already did beat him, so everyone should be uh, praising me over here, right? <laughs> You're three be, and three I'll... team. <laughs> <laughs> and well it doesn't matter i could be whatever record as long as i make the playoffs i could win that big game and knock them out i agree and um, i'm trying to gear up for the same thing so okay um we've looked at the power rankings john is there anything you want to talk about this week anything you want to talk about trade wise mm, i don't know there's still a bunch of there's still a bunch of, uh, I mean, Tom has a bunch of flex people he could possibly trade. His his depth's pretty good. He could maybe bundle a bunch of flexers for like a big name, but um, I don't know. Just as far as trades go, Adante still has his issues that he's never gonna. F- I mean, he fixed one of them, which was that he had two good tight ends. Now he has two good quarterbacks. Um, but I don't think he'll ever fix that one. I've I've given up on that. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I need tight ends if anyone wants to try to trade me a tight end. Yeah, you do know. need a tight end. <laughs> I mean, Sam Darnold is back. He looks great. So I would be interested in trading Sam Darnold if the right offer came to the table. Looking at you, Quinn. Really looking at you, Quinn. <laughs> Quinn needs a quarterback. He does. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he – I don't know what he should put in, though. Because it's kind of Sam Darnold looked good in one game, but I'd be kind of I I don't know if I would go all in on Sam yet. I get that. I, I love Sam Darnold, so I think Sam Darnold is worth a lot. So it would probably take a lot for me to give him up. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's yeah. I probably wouldn't trade for him yet. Maybe if he's 
Maybe if he consistently does this. He did look good against Buffalo, too, which Buffalo's got a good defense. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe Sam Darnold will end up being my starter. So maybe I should just keep him. Honestly, like how many years do you think Rodgers has got left in him? Two or three at most. Not until the Lions meet him in week 17 Ford Field. I don't think they play week 17 actually this year. Uh, they do week 17. Oh boy. At, oh, Jaguars shipping Ramsey to the Rams. Ramsey is a Ram. Ramsey's a Ram. And wow. the Rams just traded Marcus Peters. Oh, wow. So a lot of moves for the to Rams. To the Ravens. Today. A lot of moves. Wow, wow. Wow. How about that? Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Two first round picks for the Jags. Really? Yeah. It seems like a lot. One in twenty twenty. And a one in twenty twenty, one in twenty twenty one, and a fourth round pick in twenty twenty one. Jeez, that's a ton. Yeah. Rams really like Ramsey. Uh, it is a really good deal for the Jaguars. <laughs> Ramsey's really good. Ramsey is really good. But Yeah. It's a lot of that's a lot of players. Yeah, I, Rams have a lot of good young people, I guess. So I, I, I guess they don't need that many draft picks, but first round picks. So. And they're not looking that good right now, so that kind of sucks. Right, and their problems aren't defensively; they're offensively. Yeah, but I guess when you have Jared Goff and Todd Gurley and these this receiving core, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. I don't know. Well. What a what a week this is going to be. Should we preview next week's games? I think we should. This is going to be a big week. Big week for the league. We could have... Oh, I play Chris this week? You play Chris. I know. That's why I'm excited oh for it. Because I think Chris is... Chris still thinks his team is really good. Like, Chris is still being very, like, stingy on... Well, I guess he wasn't stingy last week when he made a bunch of trades that weren't that good. But he's being stingy with you on trades. Oh, God, Chris has a bunch of good matchups, too. I don't like that versus me. That's not nice of him. Yeah, but he doesn't play. He doesn't have Christian McCaffrey. Oh, that's very nice. That's very nice. Yeah. I'll take that. Like, I'll, I'll absolutely take that. And um, um, But you forgot I don't have Kyle Allen, oh, my best quarterback. Kyle Allen, yeah. And, Amari Cooper and I don't have DJ play. Moore. Amari Cooper might really? play. No. It says he's day-to-day. And it says that he might have a concussion. Oh, if he doesn't play, that's huge for me because Philadelphia. Oh, no. Thigh contusion. I'm sorry. <laughs> thigh concussion. Thigh it's, concussion. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really weird concussion. Uh, but, yeah, that's if Amari Cooper plays, I'm a little more scared for my team. Amari Cooper's against Philadelphia, who let up 44 points to Stefan Diggs last week, if we recall. Uh, Cooper Cups against Atlanta. We have talked about how trash Atlanta's defense is. Um, Singletary against Miami. Yeah, I mean, just just some very juicy matchups there. Thank God he's not playing Christian McCaffrey, or else I would definitely think I lose this. I don't think so. I think D.D. Westbrook against Cincinnati, who's getting Dark West Denard back, their corner, Josh Gordon at the Jets. I don't think this is going to be a good matchup for the Patriots, personally. I think the Jets might shock some people. And then Amari Cooper... Against Philadelphia, yes, you say that, but Dak Prescott has looked really bad the last few weeks. And for this, this is Philadelphia. Like we've seen Philadelphia with back against the wall when they had to go to Green Bay and win, and they did. We're gonna see which Philadelphia team shows up. I bet Philly wins this game. I don't think Dallas is playing good. I don't know. I like your team this week. I think Detroit. Right. Detroit gives up more run, rushing yards than anybody else in the NFC North. So. You have that going with Dalvin Cook, and I don't know. I like your team this week. I think you're going to be yeah. fine. Dalvin Cook likes to stomp on Detroit every time. Mm-hmm. Every time he plays them. So yeah, I'm um, picking you. I'm picking you to win this game. Chris is going to fall to five and two, same record as I'm going to have after this week. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I think this is going to be very close. Um. We'll see though. I think Everett Everett could have as like one good week as my starter here uh, against Atlanta, so that's nice. Cooks could have a could finally have a good week because he's facing Atlanta, 
could. Big could. Big could for cucks. Because uh, that guy on the other side, Cooper Cup, he really likes he really likes to be the only wide receiver there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll go me by a bit. Okay. Um, we've got a Dante against Max right now. Max is projected to win this game. I think Max will win this game. I don't think Baltimore is that good. So I think Russell Wilson's going to kind of go off on them. I think Aaron Jones gets a nice game against Oakland because Green Bay is going to get ahead and run the ball. Um, yeah, I anybody playing Gus Edwards, a.k.a. Lil Wiz, at their starting <laughs> running back one spot is not going to get a win. And Deontay Johnson's on bye, too, so he doesn't really have another flex. Who's he going to play? Uh, I mean, there are definitely people better than <laughs> Gus Edwards, but I don't think they're good flexes. I mean, he could play Dante Pettis or Demaris Thomas, or Brian I guess. Pringle. I don't know. <laughs> I heard Pringle. Yeah, it's Byron tough. Pringle. I, I don't – yeah. There's nobody to play. I'm going with that. Uh, Max. Max wins. Yeah, Max has got some nice matchups too. I 100% agree with you on that Seattle-Baltimore game. I would not be surprised if it's a stomp. Um, I think Baltimore's looked really good in games where they're facing awful teams, but then when they've had to face good teams, Lamar Jackson and their offense has just slowed down, and it's been ugly to watch. I think that happens here against Seattle. Um, and, yeah, Max has all the Seattle players. So this is basically Baltimore's facing Seattle – in uh, real life and in fantasy this week. Pretty much. Um, yeah, so uh, I think that's going to definitely help Max uh, win this one pretty Max pretty easily. Yeah. We got to disagree on something this week, so I guess <laughs> I'm going to go right here. Charlie will uh, – gosh, this is hard because we don't know if Barkley's <laughs> going to play. Uh, if Barkley plays, Charlie wins. If Barkley doesn't play – Upset. Alex pulls this off. Wow. Alex Huge. gets a win. Who does who does uh, Charlie have on by? Does he have anyone on by? Uh, no, no, just, no, just Olsen. And Godwin, actually. Godwin's that's why. I was like, why oh, is this Godwin. team protected yeah, under that, 100? That's a big one. Yeah, that's a big why one. Why is the team under 100? And it's because Godwin is not playing, who's his best player. Yeah, if Saquon wins, I think this is an or if Saquon plays easy win for Charlie, Saquon's facing Arizona. So I think it's an easy win. Um, let's see without Saquon. I think Alex I is going to put in John Brown over Willie Sneed. That'll be big. That would make sense. He should definitely do that. Um, yeah. Mm, mm, I'm still going to go Charlie. I still think Charlie has a better team. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So we got that. Charlie and Alex. Nice. Anthony and Tom. This is the one we pointed out a few weeks ago. It's one of the most interesting matchups of this week because we have Cleveland on by and we have Pittsburgh on by. Now that's mm-hmm. huge for Tom because Anthony has a ton of Browns. Well, not a ton of Browns. He has Nick Chubb. Just Chubb. But he has, he has James <laughs> Conner and he has Juju Smith-Schuster who apparently Anthony doesn't even like anymore. <laughs> so he's playing Hunter Henry in his flex. How do you see this one going down? Um, God, Anthony's team's still good. Still so good. I mean, let's see. So does Tom have anyone on by? I don't see anybody. Nope. So Tom's at, like, full strength here. Um, Philip Lindsay against Casey's good. Derrick Henry versus Chargers, pretty good. Minshew will be back to form, which is good a good thing because Baker isn't even playing this week. Baker's uh, he's not sitting playing? Ju- oh, right, right. Because it's a bye, yeah, yeah. Because it's a bye, yeah. Yeah, they sat Baker. He, they hate him. Um, <laughs> no, they – yeah. Uh, Breda versus Washington too. Interesting, interesting. I think Tom could pull off the potential upset here. Michael Gallup is a good start for Anthony, though. If Cooper's if Cooper's out, that's going to be very good for Anth. Oh yeah, he's starting. He's starting Henry and Hooper. God, Anthony's team's still so good. He can start two tight ends and still just be so good. I can't predict Tom to win. I'm picking predicting Anthony. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why he's not playing Cortland Sutton. 
I would wow. definitely go Sutton over over Henry. Yeah, I think I would too. That's what I don't understand. Um, I don't think Austin Hooper's going to have that good of a game. All right, I'm going to do it. I'm calling it. Tom Myring. Tom oh Myring is going to win. Tom Myring is knocking Anthony down to five and two. Next week, we'll, there will be a three-way tie at five and two at the top of the standings. Wow, which means you, which means you're predicting yourself to win. I think I'm going to win. I think it's going to be close. I think Marlon Mack coming back against Houston that is nice for Quinn. Marlon Mack only being projected 13. I don't think that's accurate. Hollywood Brown might not play. Sterling Shepard might not play. Wayne Gallman is out. Obviously, if Saquon comes back, that doesn't matter. And Quinn has two empty roster spots, so he's no one else to play. So I'm going to say I'm going to win. because, But that's also banking on... Evan Ingram says he's going to play. So I believe him. I think he's going to play. Devontae Adams, we don't know. We don't know if he's going to play. Um, that scares me. If he doesn't play, I'll have to start like Will Fuller there. A.J. Green, he says he's going to play, but again, we don't know. And it's also versus Jacksonville. Yeah, who just got rid of the best corner. Oh, yeah. Well, was he even playing? I don't think he was. I think he was, he was like sitting out basically. Yeah, so I guess Jacksonville's still good, but I would still play A.J. Green because he's A.J. Green. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to win. Lots of lots of O's in both of these lineups. <laughs> There's just so many O's. Hollywood Brown, Devontae um, <laughs> Adams, Evan Ingram, AJ Green, Sterling Shepard. Uh, oh, he's got Phil Dorsett coming back too. Dorsett's interesting. Dorsett's I don't know why he goes off still. Um, let's see. Thielen versus Detroit is not good. I still like your team. Um, cause I do, I am, I'm, I think Ingram should be back, which is great against Arizona. I, I'm guessing Adams is going to be back, which is going to be very good too. Yeah. This, this could be a sneaky win for Quinn, but I don't know. I, I still think your team's much better. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play with that. I'm going you five and two for you. It'll be tough. It's going to be a close week. I think Quinn, Quinn and I, have both have really nice matchups, so it's going to be which players capitalize. So we'll see. Um, 100% yeah. agree. I'm hoping to get to five and two. Man, that would be nice to have the same record as Chris. Like, oh, Chris, if you have not been able to tell by listening to this podcast every week, has become a big rival of mine because I really, really want to be better than him. And you might do it. I, I have to beat him for, for that to happen. So we'll see if I can I do it. I need you to take care of business this week, John. But then I think you and I play each other. Do we play each uh, other? No, I face Tom. Yeah, I have a really tough schedule coming up after this. So I have Quinn this week, which, again, we put Quinn like not in the bottom three. But then I play Anthony in week eight. Followed by, I believe, you in week nine. And then Charlie. And then Charlie. Man. The next three weeks after this one are going to be tough, so I think i got to enjoy it while I can. Oh, yeah. Big time. All right. um, That's the preview of next week. We talked about the power rankings for this week. I, uh, I don't know how much more I have. you have any big predictions for this week? Uh, nothing big. I'm much like uh, how I'm a dead team. I'm a dead podcaster this week. I'm very level-headed, very grounded. As opposed to last week, I made some pretty bold predictions, some pretty brash out there statements. But I've come back down to earth. I'm realizing uh, scoring 200 is is great, but it doesn't matter in the long run if uh, if your tight end gets injured. So, dead well, team. I'm not. I'm not going to be rational this week. <laughs> I don't think Chris's team is any good. I really don't. I think there are four teams in this league that have a chance to win it. And I think they are Charlie, you, Anthony, and myself. I don't think Chris's team is any good. I think he got rid of all his depth and uh, his team's dead. RIP, sh- his team, not yours. You need okay. to make that trade for Darren Waller, though. Like, 
that would help Chris so much at this point. He needs another running back. He needs a flex that's not named Josh Gordon. Josh not Gordon's to mention, trash. Not to mention it would help him this week because Darren Waller doesn't play. Um, right. So it's – I mean, I'm still going to just have to start Gerald Everett. It's not even going to matter if he trades it to me this week. No. It's, it's uh, not going to hurt his chances against – yeah. It's going to increase his chances because he'll start James White. Exactly. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, I. I try. I've tried my hardest. I'm not going to try that hard to to woo him into this. If he doesn't want it, he doesn't want it. I guess. I guess so. Well, everybody, it was a fun week. We uh, we've seen some injuries. The injury bug is biting more than myself now, mm-hmm. and that is. That's sad. I, I don't like to see it, but I like to see it because it's fair. I've had a lot of injuries. I need my team to get healthy. I'm ready to do it. So we'll see what happens. I'm really hoping for a big Tom upset this week. Hoping for a big John win. Big win for oh, John. Yeah. So. Me right. too. Best of luck to everybody this week. We'll talk to you soon. Bonus round. Uh-oh. I just thought you would all enjoy a little recap of Monday Night Football. We didn't talk about it much, and I think we really should. The Detroit Lions losing to the Green Bay Packers on Monday Night Football. A lot of you might say, well, you know, we saw the game. We know the refs really screwed us over. To that, I say, that's a classic Lions mentality. The refs. Everybody blames the refs. Oh, the refs hate us. You know what? You know what the real reason you lost is? You've kicked eight field goals in the last two games. You were gifted the ball at the 25-yard line off a muff punt, and you kicked a field goal. You threw a 75-yard flea flicker on the first play of the game. You know what you did? You kicked a field goal. You're not that good. You've got to score touchdowns. Touchdowns win in the NFL. You kicked five field goals and barely scored a one-yard touchdown on fourth and goal. I'm not even sure Carrion was in. Go uh, ahead, John. Tell me I'm wrong. You are. You know what else? You know what actually wins games, Michael? Defense. What's that? Defense wins games. And our defense played a clean, very good game where uh, there was one drive where you guys scored a touchdown where you shouldn't have because we played a clean, very good game. Uh, where we should have gotten the ball back up two scores with about nine minutes left. That's a very nice position to be in that we were not in, unfortunately. Um, our defense played so well and got screwed over twice, and that just upset me the most. I know our offense didn't do too well, but honestly, the Packers' defense really turned it up there after the first quarter where we, we were up 13 nothing, and then our offense just couldn't drive on them anymore. Um, the Packers' defense really stepped it up there. Uh, but I think it was it was honestly fine that we kept getting field goals. I think we were lucky to get in positions to get field goals because the Packers defense was doing so well. Um, so I was fine with the field goals as long as our defense was still doing well. And then at some point, it wasn't in our control anymore how well our defense was doing. So that kind of sucked. I will admit that the, the penalties were – they were wrong. They were bad calls. But you know what else – the Lions had going for them we had a guy hit his like the ball that Aaron Rodgers threw literally hit him in the helmet at the goal line and it bounced up and the Lions got an interception yeah that was fun and they returned it all the way across midfield and you know what they didn't do they didn't score a touchdown yeah the Packers defense also played very well I, I I I don't think we need to make our own breaks if our defense is doing well enough and they were doing well enough that's why we weren't we weren't taking too many risks trying to get touchdowns here because we knew field goals were going to win us the game, but it didn't matter in the end. Um, it kind of just can't blame the refs. You can't blame the refs. It you literally can't put the whole game on the refs. They literally changed the result of the game, Michael. They did. They that, completely. That is a Lions fan mentality. I mean, but you, gotta, you can't argue that they literally changed the result of. They changed the score of the game, Michael. They did without with they did not change the score of the game. If they did, if they called the right call, the Packers would not have scored a touchdown there on that drive. Um, also, if they had reviewed the play, by the way, no one is talking about this, but that touchdown wasn't a touchdown. Um, he was down at the one yard line and they reviewed it and they still called it a touchdown. 
which that was a touchdown. It was not. Go check the replay, Michael. It is like it is. Everyone agrees he was down. The ball did not cross the line. Um, but they just ignored that. They said touchdown. They moved on. Like they just did not. Their their refing was just so shitty at the end. There, they just did not care anymore. It seemed like it sucked. Um, you know what? The Lions have lost the same way the last few weeks. And every time a call doesn't go in their favor and they just whine and complain about the refs, you didn't even have Devontae Adams playing. Then Geronimo Allison got a concussion and Valdez Scantling was hurt. Like Aaron Rodgers was going down the field with basically a guy who's going to be working for Walmart next week. Like Geronimo Allison's not going to be working for Walmart next week. That guy sucks too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, all right. I've said enough. We've said enough. Just a little bonus segment for you Lions fans out there. So fun. Losers. Love losing. Losers every week. Love losing. It's my favorite pastime. (laughs) Bye, Lions fans. Sorry for the 2-2-1 start.